0: hello hello
1: we're back welcome
0: back to hot topic with with joe and Bailey. bailey i'm bailey i'm joe So happy to have you back.
1: So so happy to be back. So
0: happy to be back.
1: Full disclosure, it is Memorial Day. Not today, the day that you're listening to this, because in show business, you do something and then it comes out later. That's
0: right. And in show business, which this is, and not to just say it to make you think that this is show business, just saying what is true, which is that this is show business and you're listening to this episode in June.
1: Yes. Um, but, But for us... In real time. Uh, like, back to the future. We are... It is Memorial Day, and the rehab I live next to is having a raucous party. So you may hear music that we don't own the license, licensing to, but speed to them and...
0: Yeah. You know, may they prosper. May they,
1: may they prosper. May things go a little better.
0: May things go a little better. Which Starting is
1: with a, this party.
0: <laughs> which is a good segue into what we're talking about. Into
1: what we're talking today. about. Which is... Well, first, housekeeping. You can always email and contact us at...
0: Hot Topic with Joe and Bailey at gmail.com.
1: And um, a gentle reminder for those of you... Uh, who have never listened before, um, our new fans will call you. <laughs> we pick a topic and then we draw, uh, we draw uh, from a bowl little um, riffs on that topic. So yeah, or no, we pick a theme and then we have little topics.
0: Yeah, on the theme. Um, on and the when theme.
1: we switch, when we're picking a new one, you will hear this bell. We That's got a That's a real bell. It's a real bell. It's a physical bell. I got it on Amazon. Yeah. That's the noise you'll hear.
0: Wait, before we get into what we're talking today, I have to tell you something.
1: Ooh, okay. news.
0: So do you see this pen?
1: I'm looking at a pen. Bailey's showing me a pen. So
0: this is the pen I use to, to write my topics uh, that are in the bowl now. Okay. But OK, Bailey's So last night, pen. I went to, this is the coolest fucking thing that's ever happened to me, and I was so delighted. I went to this, uh, like, barcade type thing. In the and, valley. And and it was in Echo Park. Oh, okay. Um, and I I can't remember what it's called. Button it's called button mash. I think All right. M- maybe I'm I think that's what it is. Anyway, so the guy who was like bartending there was s- sort of awful. Just like sort of just like the kind of guy who tries to like make neggy little comments in order to bond man. with people. Yeah, and and it wasn't fun. But when I was uh when I was like um what is it called. <laughs> checking out is not the word
1: uh signing the receipt i was
0: signing the receipt yeah mm-hmm. closing out i was closing out and i was signing the receipt and this pen is the smoothest pen i've ever written with in my life and i was like whoa what kinds of pens are these and they don't have any there's no like logo or anything on them they're just and he like kept God an eye pens. on me he was because he thought i was going to take it and, and he was right well no he wasn't right i didn't take it and i was like wow well that's a really great pen like what an honor to have, to, to have written, with, written it. with it what an honor to have tipped you with this fucking pen that you won't give me and so uh then when we were walking out i was like i was walking out with sammy sammy mowry hbo max adult swim been yeah, on the pod
1: former guests on the pod uh
0: we were walking out and uh sammy so slickly just handed me the pen <laughs>
1: sammy queer people are good at stealing things oh my god i was we have sticky fingers
0: i like exploded with joy i was like are you kidding me this
1: pen and also the bartender's scalp
0: (laughs) sleight of hand
1: sleight of hand babe
0: (laughs) there's a scene of just violence
1: behind you guys
0: how did you do that
1: Wow, so now Bailey has a nice pen. I have
0: a really nice pen.
1: Thank you for sharing that with us. I know it took a lot of vulnerability.
0: It did. It was scary, but um, I trust you guys. I I trust you guys. Oh, we
1: don't trust you, you snake. (laughs) Uh, Today's topic. What is today's topic, Bailey?
0: It's disappointment. Disappointment.
1: We've all felt it.
0: We've all felt it. How do you handle disappointment?
1: I try to let myself experience it mm-hmm. and just absorb and ride the wave. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, uh, you know, like the higher my expectations, the hot, the lower my disappointment, of course. Um, yeah, expectations. I, yeah, you leave, mean the the more you feel
0: disappointment, the higher your expectations. Yeah, so I try yeah. to
1: manage my expectations, which is pre-managing your disappointment
0: yeah but um, is that any way to live your life
1: uh <laughs> yes but expectations are phenomenal so feel them feel them they're yeah. delicious uh no yeah so i try to like I try to just plan for like worst case scenario, and then I'm never disappointed. Not to be like, oh, I walk around being like everything's gonna be sh- terrible yeah. and awful. Yeah. But I mean, I just like keep in mind that like you
0: try to prepare yourself for yeah,
1: and just like okay, this might work out, it might not. I don't know. So totally. I don't experience that much disappointment. But I just kind of try to like, like when I didn't get into grad school, that was disappointing, and yeah. I kinda just let myself feel it and like you know felt sorry for myself for a little while. How do you handle disappointment?
0: So poorly.
1: So- <laughs> You're like I'm disappointed often, and viciously.
0: Yeah, um, I hate being. I think disappointment is the worst feeling. It's like it just stings. And here's what it is: because like if you have an expectation, then you sort of you're right. Like you should not. You should plan for the worst, hope for the best. But when you have an expectation or you're excited about something, you do this thing where you just sort of like build this path in your mind like toward this thing that you want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you imagine your life with this thing and then if it doesn't work out, then like all of that, all of that imaginary planning just goes out the window. It doesn't even fucking matter. And mm-hmm. so you have to start over. And I think the starting over is like so frustrating. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah.
1: No, it's like you kind of think like – Oh, this is going to be it. Like, with the opportunities where it's like, oh, this is going to be the one. Like, I'm going to get this movie.
0: Yeah. And and this is... And because of this, like, These I'll be other able to move into this happen. apartment. Boop, boop, boop.
1: And Those are expectations, baby. Like,
0: Yeah, they are. And you should
1: just... You should just...
0: uh I try to, like, live in the moment Wipe
1: more. your mind like the Matrix. <laughs> Forget everything you've ever wanted, and then you'll never feel disappointed. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I get really bummed out. Disappointment really bums me out big time. When's was the
1: last time you experienced disappointment? Um, you, if you can recall,
0: I don't really know. I feel like I've sort of lived a more uncomplicated life in the past couple of months. Like That's good, yeah.
1: Great. Is it bad? Yeah. So like, oh, and right on time, the weed whacker. Are you kidding me? I thought that was a rev- motorcycle. Maybe I'm just traumatized. Maybe it's <laughs> cycle. there is a weed we've talked about the Weed Whacker. We don't need to revisit we don't need to give him more media attention. No,
0: do not give that guy any more fuel for the fire.
1: But if this is the Weed Whacker, I would like for the record, everyone to know that he waited. This is proof that he waits <laughs> until I'm doing something because it is two PM. The earliest he has started is nine AM. And it's always a different time. It's always when I'm doing something. He's wired recorded, your apartment
0: and he's like waiting.
1: He's <laughs> listening because there is no way that the start time for his weed whacking of this apartment, the window is so big that it's between yeah, 9 and Yeah, it can't two. be
0: one fifty-five p.m. It,
1: it, it cannot be <laughs> between 9 and 2. That is too big of a window. Awful. Anyway, so you've been living a more...
0: Oh, yeah. I just sort of like have been... Doing I don't know, sort of hanging out with myself more often and like, I don't know, being more self reliant than than usual I guess, which which good. is good, which is actually really good. So I haven't been <clears throat> um, I haven't been disappointed. I guess I'm disappointed by people pretty often. I think that's the thing that disappoints me most. People, um, yeah. Like I watched um oh have you seen Conversations with Friends on Hulu? No. Well, it doesn't matter. It's But there's a scene in it where, like, okay, these two girls, they're friends, and they decide that they're going to go on a hike tomorrow, Mm -hmm. and they, like, make the plan, and then one girl goes over, and she's like, hey, are you ready to hike? And the other girl's like, ah, do you mind if I stay here? And I was, like, so triggered by that, I'd be like, yeah, I mind if you stay. We just made plans. When plans change, I get super disappointed.
1: Good to know. Yeah. Because I constantly change plans. Do you? I feel like I do. Maybe I don't. I feel like you don't. Okay. I mean, sometimes I flake.
0: Yeah. You I mean, don't. and I do too. I think everyone does, but like.
1: But I understand it's like you feel that disappointment, especially if it's like we make a plan. Yeah.
0: Like, I oh, I ra- arranged my life to be in a certain way, and then you just like don't mm-hmm. want to. And
1: you disappointed uh, me. Yeah,
0: you disappointed me.
1: I don't get disappointed by people often. I think that I just like. um, And that is, that is a quality that I like about myself, where I really don't. I roll with like, like people. I mean, people irritate me, or like, yeah. you know, I get it. But I, I very rarely kind of am like, like if people drop out of something I'm doing or like things like that. I usually am. I think I'm pretty, just like okay, whatever. Like, yeah, because I get it. It's like you know, sometimes like life just happens. Yeah, and it's like you just are overwhelmed or whatever. And yeah. It's like,
0: and I can understand. Uh, I, I always understand, understand that. that. I
1: do get disappointed if like things like fall through that I'm like but that's the thing is if I invest Mm -hmm. the higher my emotional investment the higher the greater the the the, um what is that money word uh loss I'm operating at a loss (laughs) if I'm like investing too much in yeah in other people and it's like yeah. That's just it. Should we pull a topic?
0: Yeah, let's pull a topic. Let's begin. Boom boom boom. Babies first. Okay. I hope I get the fucked up one you wrote. I don't know what it is, but Joe I wrote, wrote a something. Fucked up and then went, one. I can't believe I just wrote this. Oh, bad endings to shows and Ooh, movies.
1: Bad endings to shows and movies. Ooh, that is a really specific
0: endings. type of disappointment.
1: It is like when you're loving a show. Yeah. Or loving a movie. Yeah. And then it ends in a way that's just like So not satisfying. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, Game of Thrones uh, had an ending I was really disappointed with.
1: Oh, rough. Did, did,
0: you watch, did you watch Game of Thrones? I didn't watch
1: Game of Thrones.
0: It's, uh well, then I won't say more about it, but it's just like, I mean, so many seasons and so much building so much up, build up to basically nothing happening. Basically... I don't know. Yeah, it's a bummer. shows
1: must be so hard to end. Yeah. Because the same thing that makes a television show so compelling, like the fact that you can evolve characters and you can develop storylines over long periods of time, is the same thing that makes it so hard to end. Yeah. Because it's like, it's really, you're really kind of ideally supposed to live with these people as long as possible and hypothetically well, that's
0: the hook of tv yeah if we didn't that live it end.
1: in a world that was governed by finance or mm-hmm. like you know if if those limitations didn't exist then hypothetically tv shows would go forever yeah and some of them do yeah like soap operas Like, how the fuck is
0: Grey's Anatomy going to end at this point? Yeah, like, you can't. It's,
1: like, there's, like, The Simpsons or, like, even, like, soap operas that just have been going for 30 years, Mm -hmm. 30, 40, 50 years. Yeah. And it's, like, that is, the medium is supposed to be ongoing. So it's, like, how do you end that? Uh, What's an example of a show that you feel ended really well?
0: Um, Oof. You know, I feel like miniseries almost always have good endings because yeah, they, they're
1: operating from they're the they're ending in mind. That. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, um, God, I can't think of any. And I haven't seen the ending of this show, but like everyone says that Six Feet Under has a has an a amazing ending. ending. Yeah. And I, I,
1: I've never watched it, and people are always like, "How have you never
0: watched it?" And you now it's like
1: one of those shows where it's like, I'm sure it's too offensive now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I started it a few years ago, and it's um. I was like, I don't think I can get into it enough to even watch the ending.
1: A lot of people were disappointed famously by the Sopranos ending, which the only... I never watched the Sopranos. The only episode either. I watched was the last 10 minutes. Oh, of, wow. Of the final episode with my parents who were experiencing it in real time. The were they huge invested? huge Sopranos fans.
0: How did they, they take it? They were disappointed. Really?
1: It was disappointing to them, and to feel that that impacted me as a child, yeah. I was like, Oh, nothing ends well, yeah. That was the lesson I got from that. Sex in the City, kind of a disappointing ending, it made me cry, yeah. Yeah. I mean, rewatching it like at that time, yeah, uh, I was like, Oh, but that's kind of what makes it disappointing is that it's you know, it
0: has a great ending, the return of the king,
1: the return of the king, excellent ending that kind of keeps going. It, the Lord of the Rings. Well, that's not a TV show. I guess it's a movie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like the the movie trilogy is what but I'm talking they, about.
1: But they the thing about shows and movies based on books is that the author of the book they did didn't that have to do the for work for them. Yeah, totally. So they're kind of piggybacking on Which
0: is like to say that Which is
1: funny because Harry Potter has a very disappointing ending because J.K. Rowling is a bad She's a disappointing bad writer. person.
0: She's a perfect example of a person <laughs> someone who who's just very perpetu- disappointing. She is
1: someone that I am disappointed by yeah, perpetually completely. and ad nauseum.
0: Um yeah, but I think you're right. I think T V writing and like like being an author of a book is super different because TV, you're you're working to like kind of keep the balloon in the air. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: you're working so hard to keep the balloon in the air. But
0: like when you're writing a book, you you know the ending. You should know the ending pretty quickly. You know, yeah. like before you even yeah, finish like, writing, obviously. Yeah, it's part obviously. of the piece. Yeah.
1: From The ending of the book informs the beginning of the book. Yeah. Whereas the ending of a TV show does not inform the beginning of the TV show in any way, shape, or form. Which
0: kind of, like, makes it worse writing. Which is why miniseries are
1: kind of cheating. Not cheating, but, like, when looking at TV shows, it's, like, a little cheating. Because that's, like, intended to be... But I'm talking, like, TV shows where it's, like, they go in blind. Like, we don't know when this is going to end.
0: Okay, like, Lost... Have you seen Lost? No. Lost is such an, a weird fucking example of a TV show because it, it was like a phenomenon. Like when it was, it was all on, the
1: kids in middle school, they were all watching everyone
0: it. Everyone watched it and and it wasn't based on anything and it truly seemed like like every every episode like they were going in a new direction and they kind of were. Mm-hmm. Like there it didn't seem like there was a plan and then the ending of it is just like so <laughs> fucking weird mm-hmm. um, but I, I don't know I, I don't know that it's even disappointing I don't know that it's a It's disappointing like too ending.
1: weird to be disappointed yeah
0: it's just like what the fuck
1: um, shows that I think ended really well 30 Rock I don't know if you've I haven't finished end. it great ending um, Parks and Recreation mm-hmm. great ending mm-hmm. um, what's a show that really disappointed me or an ending that really disappointed me well uh, Star Well, Star Wars this latest trilogy was just an exercise in disappointment. Just <laughs> constant disappointment. Ugh. I'm disappointed when like the characters don't die or they're not. There's no happy stakes. endings. Tend to disappoint me. Um, oh really? Yeah. I'm like I don't. I don't go. It's I to me when I see a happy ending, complex in, like a Star Wars movie or something. I'm mm-hmm. like I don't. I don't go, to experience a piece of art to like have things tied up. I go to experience human. I go to experience tragedy or to experience mm. sadness. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't want to experience disappointment. Like
0: make it a little more complicated. Yeah. It's yeah.
1: Like, ta- like I don't need that to happen. I want to cry. I want to yeah. feel lost. Like that's yeah. part of, you know, I like the when experience.
0: the ending that you're expecting is like because of, the events in the story becomes not as important
1: mm-hmm. you know what
0: i mean and then it's like a different non-sequitur thing that's actually more satisfying but that's just hard that's hard to do
1: seeing movies after they've been hyped
0: yeah oh yeah
1: inception i hated it I yeah it was, I, was, I was just like everyone's like it's so smart it's so smart I was it's like, just because you don't understand it it's so open-ended
0: nonsense. yeah i i don't hear if something isn't clear to me, like Inception's a perfect example of like the ending is like open to your interpretation and everyone has a theory. I'm like, I don't fucking oh like that. I don't that. Have a theory.
1: I don't care. I, yeah.
0: I want you to tell me what happened. I don't want to guess. I don't want to do extra work at a movie. Yeah. That's like That's, that's like building my own salad at Ruby yeah, Tuesdays.
1: Exactly. Like I'm not. <laughs> you do the work. You build a salad. Yeah. You do it. Yeah. Inception was so disappointing to me. I was like, this isn't smart. It's just like, okay, yeah. they're in a dream within a dream. It's like I can follow that logic. I'm not like Yeah a simpleton. <laughs> so if you like Inception, you're a simpleton. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that's next that. topic. And that's that. Alright, you pick one. Oh, my turn.
1: Okay. Angry versus disappointed.
0: Yeah. Sometimes I can't tell the difference.
1: Sometimes Bailey can't tell whether she's angry or so, disappointed. I like. Am, well, I think anger. Does anger take a backseat to disappointment or does disappointment take a backseat to anger? Like which comes up first? Do you get angry because you're disappointed or do you get disappointed because you're angry?
0: Uh, Both.
1: <laughs> Bailey's like, I just feel <laughs> constant <laughs> anger and disappointment.
0: Like, I think. Uh, I don't know. That's a really good question. I think I think I get angry because I'm disappointed. I think I'll get disappointed and then be like, "You disappointed me." No, I'm no, me. I'm mad.
1: <laughs> Okay.
0: You know what I mean. But I'm like a, I'm a, I'm an angry little thing. I think, <laughs> I think I have rage issues at the, uh, at fucking uh, button mash or whatever this barcade was. Barcade my my favorite thing was extreme whack a mole.
1: Extreme whack a mole. <laughs>
0: I was like, "Oh yeah, I
1: love hitting." And you just start hitting people. Yeah. Come here, yeah. Get over I'm here. I'm out of They're okay. Like, "Ma'am, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am." <laughs> You're just beating people senselessly. Yeah.
0: Those, yeah, um, I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like uh I'll get well, I'll get angry at people for disappointing me. That's usually what it is. If it's a if it's a person who disappoints me, I'm usually angry at that person, even though that's like maybe not even fair, um, mm. or not what I'm feeling. But that's where I'll go. If it's a situation that has disappointed me, I usually can't get angry because there's no one to really blame. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, I f- I don't think I feel these emotions that often in conjunction. Really? Anger and disappointment. Like I'll feel disappointment or I'll feel angry. Yeah, I usually just like if I experience disappointment, it's kind of just disappointment. It feels just like disappointment.
0: Let me ask you this. When you didn't get into grad school, mm-hmm. did you have a thought that was like, "Well, fuck them." Like they don't even know. Like did, did, did was there any part of you that was like, "Fuck these people?"
1: No. Uh Damn I there was whole. a part of me that was like um I wasn't sure if they were my people, but like mm-hmm. and I, I tried to be very like cautious with that feeling because I was like, well, maybe I'm just this is a defense mechanism because they're rejecting me. So I don't feel like they're my people. Mm-hmm. But there were a couple groups where I ended up in the room in the audition room where I was like, OK, these are my people mm. like I like these people. Mm-hmm. And they still rejected me. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I didn't ever feel angry at them. I felt angry at the process because it's so inequitable. Not Yeah. On, but not on my own behalf. Yeah. On the behalf of, like, the students of color and the, the people that were disadvantaged in the process. I yeah. feel very disappointed and angry about that. Yeah. Um, because grad school, specifically for acting and theater, it's like... There's just a whole culture of like you hire people to like build these monologues that you can perform and it's like people don't have access to that. And it's like you and also like you are required to do a Shakespeare, which mm-hmm. is like, OK, Do you know what that means? That means that as a white person, I have the I am able to do exclusively material written by people that look like me. But if Mm -hmm. I'm a black person, I cannot do exclusively material written by people that look like me because I have to do a Shakespeare. It's
0: like here's another institutional obstacle for you. And like then of
1: course the grads they would be like, well you can do what you want, break But then it's like, okay, so as a black person I have to consciously break the rules Mm -hmm. To do people that look exclusively like me And the language around it is just like really Annoying and if you spent time With some of these people you'd be like wow I'm furious (laughs) Because they can be really Like yeah just like There's this attitude of like we're Working this is the work Yeah this isn't a performance And I'm like it is a performance this is a performance We're performing for you But like you know so there was a little bit Of anger surrounding the process that would come up And I tried to like temper it uh, but I didn't feel angry that I didn't get in. I felt disappointed, mm-hmm. um, but I did not feel at any point that it had anything to do with like those people okay. or that they were to blame.
0: I feel like that's very evolved of you because if it were me, <laughs> my first thought is like,
1: well, I didn't want this anyway. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah. It's like
0: to get really defensive and angry to like put my disappointment somewhere. I had where moments. I can do something. I
1: definitely had moments where like that thought would come up. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's natural. I would yeah. sort of like get a little defensive, but I yeah. never to the point where it was, I was able to, I was happily able to recognize them for what they were kind mm-hmm. of pretty immediately. I didn't have any period where I was like, um, like, well, Fuck them. Yeah. Like, they don't know what they're missing. And I was, like, kind of uh, in the attitude of, like, well, you know, if I don't get in, I'm really just not ready for that experience. And also, I'm really kind of retrospectively glad I didn't get in. Um, Yeah. Which is good because it's what happened. So, (laughs) (laughs) and
0: you can change your path. With this, with anger versus disappointment, I think, like, a lot of times I won't realize how I actually felt about it until the feelings are gone. You know what I mean? Until it's like, I'm not hot anymore about it. Mm -hmm. And I think like specifically with, um, you know, with people in relationships that I, that have disappointed me. And then I felt angry about it. I think like once I'm not angry anymore, I can look back and be like, Oh, I was just disappointed. And it was mm-hmm. easier for me to be angry. Like that felt more actionable to be angry at someone who disappointed me. And then after some time, I'm like, Oh, that's just a person who like has their own set of struggles and like it really has nothing to do with me. But I think the problem is I make it about me. <laughs>
1: <How can laughs> and you then not? I get angry. That's what like I really don't love the term like it's not personal or don't take it personally. I yeah. think that we should of my opinion, that we should change, that we should reframe that same idea. Mm-hmm. Because I'm always like, how can it not be personal? I'm the only person that I live in. Yeah. I'm the only person who exists. Yeah. So everything in my, like, you know, I'm the only person that I'm experiencing the feelings of. So anything that happens to me is personal. It's
0: personal. It,
1: I take it personally because I am not a robot. Yeah. But I think, but I mean, think other
0: people's behavior is never personal.
1: Exactly. But it's like it's like not it's like oh like with auditions it's like okay if I don't get something oh it's not personal it's like but it is personal they didn't want me and I'm a person yeah but that's (laughs) okay I think it's not about like I don't think I'm saying like well it is personal and it's all bad it's like but it's like I think the more I'm able to be like and that is okay to not be wanted or to to be the one that's to have it be personal I think okay. sometimes it
0: can even be a good thing If yeah. if you're getting rejected because of the person that you are To me that indicates that you're making choices
1: Exactly And that eventually are, are you And someone you'll
0: will You'll get
1: something yeah. And it will be personal yeah. It will be personal <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they want you Yeah And they're like we like you Yeah It's like it is personal I think there's a comfort in that Where it's like Yeah Okay you know what Yeah And also it gives me more agency Because it's sort of like when it's like oh it's not personal then it's like oh i can't change or yeah i can't change my own circumstances when it's like okay it is personal so it's like okay i can take actions not to change who i am but to change my approach or to, right. cha- or to and be productive it's like right. i think it's productive to take things personally if you're able to take them personally without being dominated by your emotions yeah
0: and without without those things like compromising your own sense of worth
1: yeah exactly too. or without 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 taking it personally at the fault of the other person. Yeah. And like, and being angry about it.
0: It's hard though. Like I can, I can sit here and say that all day long. And then Mm. like, seriously, the next time I get disappointed by someone, I will probably like regress into, fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. You're a piece of shit. You're a dumb Stabbing casting
1: directors.
0: Yeah. You know, like I do. Mm. Uh, Okay. Let's do a new Dabby. one.
1: It's, my it's your turn. turn. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Now I'm just caressing Bailey's arm. <laughs>
0: my because... like, oh, it's kind of fuzzy.
1: Okay, it's a little fuzzy, a little peachy. A little
0: peachy. Ooh, disappointing other people. When you are the person when causing I'm disappointment. When i the
1: disappointment.
0: Um, that is like one of my greatest fears is letting someone down.
1: Yeah, I struggle with that. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Um. And I'm trying to get better about it. I had therapy today. Ooh, big update.
1: Big update. You got Have a, a therapist. New therapist? How is it?
0: So good. Like, a lot better. Like, really great. Um, and I was talking with her today. Like Something that I'm trying to work on right now is prioritizing. Um, just prioritizing my life. Like, is it more important for me? To have a like stable job, or is it more important for the people in my life to not be disappointed? Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like maybe those two things like don't make sense when you compare them next to each other, but like the choices that it would require require to have one or the other is is like where i where I am. and And obviously, what I've landed on is it's always better to just disappoint people if it's better for for your overall wellness.
1: Yeah, But it's hard I, I struggle because uh, It's like a th- It's a thing where it's like okay I I have to take my part I have to take ownership of my part in a situation Where it's like If I don't c- Oftentimes my disappointing other people Is a result of like lack of communication mm-hmm. Or like I could have You know articulated something better Or something yeah. like that and there's something to grow from that But other, it's like I will disappoint people and I'm kind of like my my I feel what I'm about to say isn't something that I like practice perfectly at all because like I still feel a little bit of I still feel anxiety about like not wanting to disappoint people. Yeah. Or like I'm like, oh, I really don't want them to be disappointed. But more and more I'm like. In the camp of like your disappointment is your problem, It so is. so like if you're it disappointed is. in a work context, it's like if you're disappointed by something, I'm like you're uh you've invested too much in it, or like yeah. or if you're not prepared for a situation, it's like that's not my responsibility. Yeah. and like there are things that like are my fault, <laughs> and I'll take ownership of that and be like, God, yeah, like I disappointed that person, they yeah, should be disappointed by it. But, like, I, yeah, if I, like, if something happens and it's, like, it needs to change or, like, I'm not going to prioritize your convenience. Yeah. Or, it's, like, you should have prepared. Because when I do things, like, I I like to prepare for any yeah. circumstances. So then when people, like, I did a, con- I organized a contest and, like, people had to drop out. And I wasn't disappointed because I was, like, people are probably going to drop out. Yeah. You, and so it, I prepare. Yeah. When you produce for events, you drop have out. to. And then it's funny to me when, like, if I have to drop out of an event and someone's like, I'm really disappointed because, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I don't care because you just didn't prepare. And that's, that's a lack of professionalism on your part.
0: Completely. And actually, that's a really good lesson in general with disappointment. And I think what you were talking about earlier is, like, if you plan for something, like, if you're planning this event or, like, whatever it is that you're excited about feasibly, like, if you plan for it not to go perfectly, you can still, like, get enjoyment out of, like, what does go right in the situation. Yeah, it's and like, like everything,
1: what can go wrong will go wrong. And yeah. it's like, I'm not saying you have to work with me in the future, I yeah. don't expect yeah. you to. Yeah. But like, you know, if you're disappointed by how things are going professionally, that is completely your problem. Yeah. Like, because it's your event, you need to take responsibility. Yeah. Or like, you know, it's like, which I do, like when I plan events or anything, I always constantly am saying what can go wrong will go wrong. So it's yeah. like, I'm rarely disappointed because I'm like, I'm like okay, like let's simplify, let's simplify, let's simplify, let's simplify, because the simpler our expectations are, the sim- the less disappointment like yeah. we're gonna have. Totally. So there you go. I love what it. about disappointing people romantically?
0: Ooh, I've dun, done it. It dun, feels so dun bad. Dun. I hate that. It feels so bad I don't like... like
1: being rejected. I don't like rejecting.
0: Yeah, I am um... ooh. All, this is I don't think this person probably listens. Um but this is the
1: one episode they
0: listen to. <laughs> um I I had a writing partner when I moved out here and he and I were like he was he was always just like a really good friend and we wrote like two feature length films together and oh. like he like really, really taught me how to screenwrite. Um and, you know, he worked like professionally with I don't know, a lot of famous people, and like really knew he knew what he was doing, and it was really fun to work with him. And then um, eventually, I don't know what happened, but he started like his feelings for me became like more romantic.
1: Oh man.
0: Um, and I was like, I'm not, I don't feel the same way. Like, thank you so much. Like, I don't feel the Why same way.
1: Are- it's Just like a lot of men in this industry are yeah. incapable.
0: Well, for years it was fine, and then and then it wasn't. I I don't know. I don't know what like happened. But a like lid on it. But but then okay. So then I was like, I don't want. I really. I don't think I feel that way. And he was okay with it. He was disappointed, but he was okay with it. And then I fucked up.
1: Mm-hmm. Um.
0: And what this did was do? this was the day uh, that Joe Biden was declared the president elect, and it was like a very positively charged day and he and i had just gone on a hike and uh we went and like got drinks afterwards and then he came over and we were drinking more and then i i was just like so buzzed from the day like trump's out i'm with my like good friend we just had a great day and then i just like started making out with him oh bailey and then he spent the night but we didn't have sex because it just didn't feel right and then uh and then he was like so excited and he was like you know we woke up and had coffee and i felt so uncomfortable but i couldn't tell him that because i felt bad and then he um this is
1: terrible it's
0: so bad i'm like it's something i really feel a lot of guilt about still because it wasn't fair for me to do that but um but
1: life happens
0: yeah yeah, I, I also, always like, I joke that it was Joe and Joe Biden inspired cuddlingus.
1: <laughs> oh my god, Joe Biden inspired cuddlingus. That's uh, yeah. a very upsetting image. Yeah, deeply. but also like, what? So you as a you as a woman have to like, have to like. uh, have to like monitor your behaviors at the behest of not disappointing men okay
0: literally yes like okay so let me hold on this is what happened then all right he was like yeah let's hang out this night like i'm gonna plan dates i'm so excited to like you know basically being like yeah we're together now we're a power couple and then i had to call him and be like hey i am so sorry like i shouldn't have done that i was irresponsible with your feelings it
1: also, um, I'm going to interrupt you. Okay. A woman is speaking, and I'm going to interrupt her. Brave. Uh, to tell her about <laughs> her feelings. Uh, <laughs> brave. <laughs> Very brave. Wow. Uh, you... I don't think you did anything wrong. I'm revising my earlier commentary. I don't think you did anything wrong, because it's in his... It's his responsibility to take care of his own feelings. So, mm-hmm. if, And he knew that you didn't feel deeply. He had already experienced rejection from you. Yeah. So when he allowed you... To kiss him, and he didn't set a boundary there. He was signing on for the Bailey train, which yeah. has, in the past, not gone the way he wanted it to. So yeah. he knew. He allowed his expectations to run away Yeah. when he knew that you weren't interested in him on a deeper level. So it, the fact that he, of course, he got caught up in his excitement, but that's not your fault.
0: Yeah, it's not, but he I could still could have said no. But something and I don't know. I th- I think it's true for me. I don't know if it's true for like you know, women aside from me. I mean, you're still me.
1: like an immoral slut, but
0: <laughs> Well, I I feel like I probably don't have sex as often as I would like to because I don't want to deal with um with that mm-hmm. type of behavior. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to deal with I feel like if if I'm <sighs> This is weird. I feel like men just fuck whoever they want, and then like whatever the feelings happen, it's they're not really responsible for it, which is kind of true. But I feel like I don't want to do that to other people. Like especially after this happened, I was like, I have to be really responsible with like who I'm intimate with because it feels way too bad to have conversations like these. Like I don't actually like it was just I got caught up in the moment. You know what I mean? You so you gotta have
1: sex with strangers. That's what
0: I can't. I don't wanna sometimes I don't wanna see, do that. That's
1: that's your downfall. I have this conversation with another friend. It's like if you wanna have casual sex, it has to be casual. Yeah. It's gotta be strangers. Yeah. You gotta evolve <laughs> You need to evolve past your emotions, is what I'm trying <laughs> to say. If you wanna satisfy oh, sex like you. you must <laughs> not feel. Yeah. Come to the numb side.
0: Oh, I'm at yes. the numb side. <laughs> I'm, at the, I'm at the numb side in a very different way from you. <laughs> oh.
1: All right. Next topic. Is it my turn? Uh, yeah. Yes. Ahem. The moment you know something isn't going to work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I like that moment. Really? It's like a watershed moment. It's like crying. It's like when I cry, I know... It's only up from here, which oh, is shit. why I love yeah. crying. Yeah. Um, I love that moment because I'm like, it's the moment. For me, that's the moment that expectations are silenced. Mm-hmm. Like if, of course, I would prefer if it worked out. Yeah. But if something's not going to work out, the moment of clarity is a great moment for me because I'm yeah. like, OK, let's shut it down and move on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like there. Whereas the moment before, the time before that is so nebulous that it's like you're holding on. I don't like holding on. No,
0: I don't either. It's like you're walking towards the fork in the road. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're not sure where you're going yet. And yeah, that moment is painful, but it is clarifying the in no a way that is, is so necessary. Like,
1: All right. Let's go. It's a no. We're yeah. Moving on. The train is going. Whereas the period before the waiting period, mm-hmm. horrible. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I'm, and this isn't even like, That moment, I feel that in lots of different aspects of my life. When I'm making a painting and I'm like really unhappy with it and it's like not fucking working, and no matter what I do, it looks like shit. There's always a moment where I go, there. This is the point of no return. We have to start over. And, you pull and out that's the gasoline. Fine. Yeah, yeah. We're torching light this. Light it
1: on fire. Yeah, I don't even it throw it
0: away. I I illegally burn it inside my apartment or <laughs>
1: inside someone else's home that yeah. you've broken into. Yeah. Bailey is an arsonist.
0: I do arson, but once the house is burned down, then I can restart my then painting. I can
1: re- and you're like explaining it to the weeping family who's <laughs> lost everything. Including you guys, one of this their is children. just my
0: process. This is just my process. And now
1: we can begin a new. <laughs> Ew. They're sobbing in it's, the ashes of their memories. Be
0: thankful for this scorched earth approach. You're
1: so welcome.
0: You guys are welcome. Okay. Uh, here's that, my card. Naughtybitsdesign.com. Naughty design
1: to a child.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you need? Yeah. Sobbing Jesus.
1: over an ashy doll.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that moment is good. You're, you're right. I like that moment nice, is really. I good. love
1: watershed moments. Yeah. They're not always easy, but they're there's clarity in them yeah it's they're set
0: into place and and there's something about that that is really comforting and necessary Mm -hmm. okay
1: bailey's picking a topic
0: what does this say? Oh, getting, rejected. getting rejected. We've getting talked rejected. about this. I like I'm so uh, adverse to getting rejected that I can't even read. What you I can't said.
1: even read the word rejection. Sorry, this doesn't. Um, it's like in Westworld when they can't see things that would make them question their existence. Yeah. Like doors it's and stuff. It's just not there you just for can't, me. You're like, I don't, is this English word? Rejection. <laughs> you can't see it. It's just a blur.
0: Getting rejected. Um, Yeah, bad. It's bad.
1: I don't love it.
0: I don't love it either. But I also am at a point. Kind of how we talked about before, like if you're getting rejected because of things that are personal to you, generally those are conscious choices that I've made. So if people don't like those conscious choices, that's totally fine because mm-hmm. I know that I like them.
1: I still don't. Ta- I know that I've said like I take rejection well. Uh, romantic rejection is still challenging for me. Oh it's yeah. More oh
0: me too. Than
1: professional rejection.
0: It's yeah. It's not great. Um, I feel like I don't know. Being a Being a woman.
1: (laughs) Oh, put it back in the deck.
0: Being a woman. Being a woman. Well, it's just like, I mean, if you're on like apps or whatever, Mm -hmm. it's not like you're not going to get a match. All you need is like, you know, you you just get matches because that's how men like swipe. on You just get
1: matches because I'm hot.
0: It's just like crazy. If you're hot like
1: me and you're on an app, (laughs) you're just going to get matches.
0: (laughs) Um, but I feel like actual rejection is like very different. Like in
1: person, in person rejection. I'm oof. not interested in this, or no, or yeah. Mm.
0: There's like one instance I can think of where I was like really. Yeah, you know, I mean, people have broken up with me, but I feel like that's a little different. Like, like one time, someone like did not even like want to go on a date with me, and I was like, oh, damn, okay. You're
1: like, this is impossible.
0: I'm like, this Are you is sure? a glitch.
1: This is a glitch in the system. Yeah. You want me.
0: <laughs> you want me. What the fuck?
1: I think, yeah, it's very tied up into value and, like, oh, like, if I... And also, for me, I talk about this ad nauseum with my therapist. My romantic uh, success, for me, feels very tied to my professional success. So mm-hmm. when I go to that place, mm-hmm. I usually... It's not even that I'm... I noticed a pattern of mine that I'm breaking a bit is that I would... um I would feel romantic rejection, not in my personal life, but in my professional life. You so would like feel if the I, same. If I got rejected sexually mm-hmm. or romantically, I was like, oh, I'm not fuckable. So I'm not going to make it. I have the same fuck fucking
0: me. thing. I have the same. Ex- There's a lot that of that exact fear, experience. I think
1: for entertainers, actors, people that are like where the body is an important, or not the body, like, but, like, your physical form Mm -hmm. is a part of your professional success. Yeah.
0: And so if you reject Uh, it, I'm not going to get cast.
1: It's almost like, yeah, it's almost like focus group. (laughs) I found I was like, oh, I'm focus group testing in my personal life.
0: Oh, that's so toxic.
1: Which is so (laughs) toxic. But, like, it was good to recognize that because I was like, oh, it's not, like, a personal, like, it's not that I'm disappointed that, like, oh, I'm not going to have a boyfriend or, oh, I'm not going to have sex with you. It's that yeah. I'm disappointed because now I'm scared that, that I'm actually not attractive product. and that I'm not a good product and that I'm not sellable. Do
0: you see other people that way? Like, like do you sleep with people because they're pro- professionally successful? Or? No,
1: I don't.
0: Uh, it's interesting that you would feel like they would see you that way. And I-, I mean that
1: purely physically. Okay. Like... I'm, I don't mean, like, oh, people don't want to sleep with me, so I'm not famous. Like, mm-hmm. where I'm not worth sleeping. I mean, like, purely physically. Oh, okay. Like, oh, my body's not good enough to be successful, which is all very oh, toxic. Oh, interesting, but yeah. like, I'm uh, moving past that more and more, where I'm like, oh, okay, like, it has, like, you know, when I'm dating or I'm, like, having sex, it's a personal thing. It's yeah. It's my personal life. yeah. It yeah, has you gotta separate to do the two with my professional life at all I'm really trying to take my professional life out of my personal life I think that's really smart yeah but it's challenging because like I love my work
0: well I, I felt similarly I' sometimes I'll be like oh this person that I'm sleeping with like if I were a more if I were more famous in my comedy career
1: mm-hmm. there's no
0: way you wouldn't be texting me back
1: oh you yeah. know what I
0: mean I'll have that sometimes but I think like I'm doing a better job, like, removing myself from my professional life in general. And just, like, I've, I've had to consciously be, like, whatever happens with my comedy and my art, like, it doesn't fucking matter because the person that I am is way more important than either of those things. Yeah. You know?
1: And that's the kicker. Yeah. That's definitely the kicker. Although it is, it is funny, like, when, like, my friends with, like, 9 to 5s or, like, jobs like that will be, like... Yeah, it's like not, but like, you know, like dating, like, blah, blah, you get rejected. I'm like, like, it is easier if what you look like doesn't impact your your material success. Yeah. It is a different way of living. Yeah. And it's like you're dealing with different things. I don't
0: think you can say that people's looks don't impact their job no matter what their job is. Yeah, which is is
1: gross and horrible, but it's true. I mean, even
0: if you're at a call center, if you're you're a hideous slob, you're not going to get hired there. You know what I mean? Well, like
1: if you're a data processor or something, (laughs) we're like talking shit on these... (laughs) Like, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, I know. I'm I know what you I'm not saying that, like, it ever what matters what you look like, but, like, I'm talking about how our society is structured, which I am not condoning. Yeah. But presenting as, like, something that needs to be changed, but a reality that we've been uh, naturalized to yeah. or, like, you know, socialized to is that, like, if you're a performer, like, you're constantly thinking about what you look like. Yeah. And it's like, you know, yeah, yeah, if you do data entry, which is not, there's nothing wrong with doing data entry, but like no one is, there are laws protecting you (laughs) from being, you know, rejected or fired because of what you look like. Whereas us, it's like different because it's like, oh, we don't want to hire you for this job because uh, you're not fit enough and the character is fit. And there's no law saying that they can't do that, even though it's like, you know, really weird. Yeah, totally. (laughs) But it's like a whole thing. Totally. It's different. It's like, you know, by the if we look at like, you know, corporate understandings of what like discrimination is, casting directors shouldn't be able to be like, Oh, you don't have a good enough body, so you're not getting hired. Yeah. But they absolutely do. Yeah. And the no like, you know, there's no law.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Which like then like of course you're like the argument is like, well, the character is fit, so like it doesn't make sense for the story if the character's not fit, and I'm like, Write a different story.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: not dependent on the characters' and like, bodies. We actually won't be doing that. <laughs> they're like, actually, you're no one. <laughs> like, and that's a whole reframe. Yeah. That's just not happening in the next yeah. 5, 10, 20 years. It's like. Some
0: might say it's even extremely disappointing.
1: Extremely disappointing. It's like, yeah.
0: Um.
1: Okay. We gotta change the system, man. Bruh. <laughs> We gotta, bro. We gotta <laughs> change the system. I d- I do want to harp on that for a second, where it's like, okay. you know, ca- like all these like you know artists like act like it's like an inevitability. Like, yeah. well, the p- character has to like look like that. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you wrote a story that wasn't dependent on what the characters looked like, then we wouldn't have this problem.
0: Yeah, we li- we literally wouldn't. If you were be- here's what it, if you were better at doing your job and you were a more interesting writer, then
1: it wouldn't just be like, then this oh, wouldn't be an she, issue. this character must be hot. Yeah. But it's hot. Interesting yeah, because you can also. Yeah, I'm not going to bring up Anna Karenina, but Tolstoy did it. So so can you. Oh,
0: my God. You love to bring up Anna Karenina, um, which is the topic I pulled expectations. You just met my expectations.
1: <laughs> yeah, I met Bailey's expectation that I would bring up Anna Karenina <laughs> by the end of this podcast. And I certainly did. I'm yeah. getting closer to the end.
0: Yep. Um, we did talk a little bit about expectations. I get carried away. I'm such a daydreamer i'm like i love your face right now it's really good hold on hold no i won't take a picture <laughs> Hold for the. it's very good
1: uh i'm making a face
0: um yeah I, i'm a
1: daydreamer i do it
0: it's indulgent is what i've had to realize it's very indulgent and ultimately can be harmful
1: i think the practice is you're supposed what i hear is that you're supposed to like give yourself like an allotted amount of time to do that, yeah, and then not do it, yeah. But how do you not daydream when you're like going to the market? Yeah, right. What are you or supposed to think about when you're science?
0: <laughs> I um my something I'm working on is like if I'm daydreaming about like something I want, what I should reframe it is like daydream about like something you already have or like something that you can Gratitude do.
1: It is a good exercise. Yeah. An exercise that I do when I speaking of like going to the market or something is I bring my like that's why I think hobbies are so important. Like mm-hmm. I'm learning French, having nothing to do with anything, so that I have yeah. something. If I'm at the market, I'm in line or something, I have little flashcards, I can focus on that and then I don't start. Oh, that's so
0: smart. That's so smart. You bring them with you wherever you go?
1: Uh when I'm being good, yeah. When you're being I like good. try to like put them in my pocket or something, and then I'm like, okay, I've got time that yeah. would otherwise be spent fantasizing so i'm just gonna do this like practical task
0: yeah i uh i play a lot of solitaire <laughs> on my phone <laughs> mm-hmm. or do like sudoku yeah no.
1: tasks where the stakes are really low so yeah. it's not like draining but you
0: still get a little hit when you do well yeah and then you know you're what like I mean?
1: oh i'm like you know
0: i'm special i'm different i'm powerful I'm and genius. you're engaging
1: your mind and enriching yourself but it's not draining or like too difficult yeah like it's not like you're like i'm gonna learn how to tap dance
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> and it's like exhausting me different
0: yeah
1: Your topic okay this is gonna be the one this is the one the really oh the fucked up, the one? Fucked up one what is it and uh, it's just so <laughs> fucked up uh men with small dicks <laughs> Is, <laughs> it's just, like, there's so many, like... Just, like, it's so fucked up on so many levels. Like, gender, sexuality. But, like, are you disappointed when you go to have sex with someone and they have a small penis? It's. I'm not saying that small penises are bad.
0: They're not bad. Here, Here's what I'll say. Yeah, initially or just, I feel disappointed. I should disappointment. say men with
1: disappointing penises.
0: Initially I'll feel disappointed, but... This is 100% true. Um by far, the person I've slept with with the smallest penis was not even close to the worst sex I've ever had. Not mm-hmm. even close. It was still good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I've, I've had sex with men who have huge penises and We're it was awful. Sex. Yeah, it was an awful but uncomfortable is, experience. And
1: what and like this is just like It is so shallow and just, like, so, like, whatever that we're talking about this. But Mm -hmm. it's our pod and not yours, so (laughs) deal with it. Um, There is that moment, the reveal, the big reveal. Do you feel disappointment if it's not, like, what you want it to be? necessarily or what you expected or is there like here's you know.
0: okay here's something i i am at a point where i don't have sex with people i don't want to have sex with anymore and i never Good
1: for you i
0: never have sex with someone because i have any expectation about what their penis is going to look like you know what i mean and mm-hmm. so if i like the person enough to want to have sex with them it, it it matter. it does not matter to me at all what their body looks like it doesn't and i mean that
1: okay because if i, I don't believe you
0: if i don't build up some sort of like I don't know, like emotional attraction. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the main thing for me. Like, the intimacy there.
1: Yeah, totally. And then, and then
0: the body comes second all the way. It doesn't matter. But if it's the other way well, around... Well, you're having
1: evolved sex.
0: Yeah, I think I've evolved I'm in just, that like, way. I'm not
1: having evolved sex. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... But yeah. I have,
0: like... I- yeah, I mean, I have felt that disappointment when I wasn't doing that, and then right. I was like, well, then I'm not in, I'm not in the right place. Like, it, if that would break my heart if someone like were disappointed by my body.
1: I know, and that's why it fucked up that I even wrote it. No,
0: I think it's a great topic because it's such a, it's such a trope. That's like what so many men are so insecure so about. So insecure
1: about, and it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like I, matter. Have, I also will say that like I've had I. I'm not a size queen, which is why I said, like I've had great sex with like I'm in fact in some cases like I really prefer a medium penis, mm-hmm. um, but there is something about that quality of like unwrapping the Christmas present mm-hmm. kind of thing where it's like and the big <gasps> reveal is yeah. that like they have the most amazing penis, yeah. even though it's like okay, this isn't gonna guarantee good sex. No, or and like it that. doesn't. It is, and like, I think exciting. when you can realize
0: that. Yeah I mean there's potential if you see it and it's like.
1: And if you're excited by a penis it means that there are penises that will disappoint you.
0: Yeah. Well here's okay and here's something that I think about with my business with you know because I paint nudes like that is literally what I do for a living is Mm -hmm. paint naked people. I paint all kinds of sizes of penises and and like part of. An
1: anatomical expert here.
0: Well part of it is to be like your body is like you can't It is what it is, you know. Like unless you're gonna pay for like expensive like surgeries, you can't really change it too much. And and people do, and that is totally okay too, and also beautiful. But like, I think they should just all be celebrated. And like, if you have a, if you have like small. I don't know if your penis is small, if you have like a flat chest, like that means nothing. Like ultimately, mm. about you and your worth, that means absolutely nothing. And, and if you have a body, you're.
1: Nothing sexier than confidence. Se-
0: confidence is the sexiest thing anyone can have. And yeah. And
1: a lot of the hottest sex I've ever had is like with people that like wouldn't, that like, you know, by society's convention standards mm-hmm. are like, they're not hot but it's like yeah. they're so hot they're because so they're so hot. confident and there's exactly. a lot of hot people that are not sexy
0: the best sex i've ever had in my life was with someone who did not have a big penis and like whose body was not like the ideal body type Best sex I've ever and they're had. They're so life.
1: hot. Yeah, it's like sexy. It's like sex. Confidence is so sexy.
0: That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. People actually want.
1: So we've debunked the myth. Finally, someone's talking about penis size. It's After about time. all these millennia. It's <laughs> finally, but it is interesting because it's like, do men like take off like in straight situations? Like, does a man unwrap a woman's pants and is disappointed by their vagina? Like, does that doesn't? Ha- does that I don't happen? Know.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I mean like, people have preferences. Oh, this is
1: disappointing.
0: Have you ever seen the show? It's a, a UK show. Your doesn't
1: look like what I want it to.
0: I mean literally there's Maybe. there's this show in the UK called um Blind Attraction.
1: Uh-huh. Or no,
0: no, no, no. It's called Naked Attraction mm. and there are all of these people standing in these boxes and they are revealed from their ankles up. So like the first thing that you're seeing like the, the first reveal is like they're from them from the waist down. So you mm-hmm. can't see their torso and you can't see their face or anything. Okay. All you see and they're completely naked
1: mm-hmm. completely.
0: So all you see is their like legs and their genitals mm. and like their belly and like that's it. Mm-hmm. And then you have to like based on. What you're seeing, like what you're attracted to, you like el- eliminate people, <laughs> yeah.
1: um,
0: and so it's very. I don't know. It's really interesting, and it, and the show is so celebratory of everybody. Like they're like, oh, you're beautiful. My preferences are more <laughs> like, they're
1: like, go get out.
0: Yeah, it's never like, and it could be that Terrible. it could so be that, oh, And yeah. it's not at all. It's really I mean, great. we
1: remember the late '90s, early 2000s.
0: Yeah, you're thinking fat. You're thinking ugly.
1: The things. I can't believe we survived.
0: I can't either. It was so sick and toxic. I mean, I can't believe we're still
1: surviving, frankly. We still live in a sick world. But, like, it was real sick.
0: (laughs) It was bad. Okay. Okay. Last topic.
1: I'm so glad we finally talked about penis size. Me too. The thing that no one ever has talked about and has never come up.
0: Here's something else no one's ever talked about. Professional setbacks.
1: Professional (laughs) setbacks. (laughs) Interesting that on the topic of disappointment, or on the theme of disappointment, we exclusively talk about sex and and work and work yeah we are
0: (laughs) well those are clearly you can only be disappointed by things that like you value you know what i mean things that you invest in. and
1: we value sex and work yeah joe value sex and work there are probably people that are like sex work yeah Mm -hmm. i do uh what was the topic uh professional setbacks professional setbacks all the time every day i get out of bed and i've been set back professionally (laughs) (laughs)
0: um yeah i feel like i i don't know i i don't even i'm so unclear in what my path is right now and it's just like yeah whatever that can't be the main thing that i worry about then or else i'm just gonna be like constantly disappointed oh yeah you know so
1: professional setback i left my house (laughs) i've been set back (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm i three said minutes something late weird a in a text
1: message setback
0: <laughs> uh i, pr- I experience so a professional setback every time i bomb on stage yeah <laughs> like that is to me like uh one time i had a oh this is back when we were doing zoom shows oh. which which you inherently will bomb at you just will but it's like people fake laugh no people thing. at least fake laugh
1: who are producing the, the zoom show like a- crowd yeah. of people laughing
0: but i i once i like did a bit on a zoom show that like not even the producers laughed at and i was like oh nice i actually can't um i'm actually busy right now but i was like <laughs> i i was like l- a little like late i guess to the zoom thing and so i was like oh sorry i'm late there was a traffic jam in my kitchen and everyone was like <laughs>
1: that is so cute
0: no one liked it no one thought it was cute it was complete silence and they're like okay
1: I think that's so funny. Oh, really? There was a traffic jam in my kitchen. (laughs) That's That's funny. They were idiots.
0: Thank you. And I'm back, baby. And I'm back.
1: If you recovered from that, you can recover from anything.
0: Yeah. I I did a show a few weeks ago that was like so painfully silent for like 10 minutes that I had to, in my mind, pretend that I was doing a sound check. Isn't it weird (laughs) that the
1: value of that comedy doesn't change? It's just... A matter of taste and like I did the same set the same joke that will kill somewhere else. Yeah, it's like all so.
0: I literally did the same set the next day and it did great. And so it was just like, and then there's like
1: you get to a level of professional success where like you're just like you're a comedian who's constantly in rooms that are big and supportive and people are laughing even when the joke isn't like your best. So it's like it's all just so like it's such a. You know, it's so funny to me that, like, the value of comedy doesn't change. But it's like, if you were doing dramatic monologues, you would have a different experience. <laughs> Dude, I
0: bombed my dramatic yeah, like, monologue. No one laughed. Yeah, like, I bombed
1: my drama <laughs> presentation.
0: Or no one cried.
1: No one wept. No one even wept. No one even wept. <laughs> <thought>. <laughs> All right. Well, a disappointing end to a disappointing <laughs> <laughs> We hope run. you're not disappointed in we us. We hope you're not disappointed in us. But if you are, that's your own responsibility. And we
0: that's your shit. Need you, need think think it, it. you need to own it, babe. You need to own it.
1: It's been such a pleasure, Bailey, as always. Yeah. I'll,
0: I'll, I'll, never a disappointment.
1: Never a disappointment. From, from me to you. Podcasting with you. No. Um. And, uh, oh, let's ring out the bell one more time. That's the bell. That's it. That's all the time we have. Remember, you can.
0: <laughs> That's you all the time can we have.
1: Email us at Joe M- Well, No
0: hot topic with joe and bailey at gmail.com if you
1: want to send us theme suggestions we would or love gifts. theme
0: suggestions if you rate us 5 stars on uh, on whatever you're listening to this podcast on we'll, we'll read, read the read review your review. And you can say anything you this want this is
1: your chance to this communicate with the ghost world <laughs> all right from our hearts to yours <laughs> and from our hearth from our hearth from our, to heart. our hearth to your heart from our hearth to your heart <laughs> <laughs> this has been another episode of Hot Topic with Joe and Bailey. I'm Bailey. I'm Joe. Signing off. Bye. Bye. <laughs>